Welcome, freedom lovers. It's time to visit Harmony Cove, home to America's greatest red, white, and blue superhero and foe to evildoers around the world, Captain Fearless. Brought to you by Firehouse Coco, the king of Coco, the Coco of Kings, and the official Coco of the U.S. Armed Forces. Firehouse Coco, find it where America's law-abiding citizens shop. It's a beautiful July morning in the pleasant, peaceful seaside community of Harmony Cove. The birds are singing, the bees are buzzing, and the employees at the Harmony Cove Diamond Exchange are screaming their heads off. Oh no, the despicable master criminal, the Chiseler, is now attempting to steal from the world-famous place of business all of their precious commodities. Hurry up, Harry. The cops will be here any minute. I'm stealing as fast as I can, boss. There, the last bag is full. You'll never get away with this. The police will catch you. And if they don't, Captain Fearless will. Don't make me laugh, Mr. Clerk. Captain Fearless couldn't catch a cold, much less the Chiseler. You're the Chiseler. The FBI's 15th most wanted criminal. Say, why do they call you the Chiseler anyway? Hey, boss, just look at all these diamonds. Boy, they must be worth over a million bucks. Splendid. That means your share of the loot should be well over uh, $97.24. Minus my service charges, of course. Really? I got me a raise. Oh, now I know why they call you the Chiseler. You chisel people out of what they really deserve. Hey, what's that sound? Like someone flying up in the air, albeit somewhat erratically. Erratic flying? The only erratic flying person in Harmony Cove is America's champion of justice. Captain Fearless! Holy cats! Captain Fearless is coming. We better get out of here. Don't worry, my easily frightened henchman. I'm not called the Chiseler for nothing. No. They call you that because you're known to cheat people out of what rewards they should rightfully be getting from you. They call me the Chiseler because of my tremendous chiseling power. Follow me as I chisel our way out through the floor. Look at him! He's spinning so fast, he's making me dizzy! Good golly, Miss Molly! Look at him go! Vibrating like that, it's like poetry in motion. It is I, Captain Fearless. It's the man of might himself! Captain Fearless, is it? We meet at last. Well, I'd love to stay and chat, but cowardly retreats are my forte. If you'll excuse me, I'll just chisel super fast through this concrete floor. Toodaloo! Hey, boy! The chisel rocks are flying out too fast. I can't follow you. Oh, no. That's a shame, Harry. I guess I'll just have to spend your share of the loot. Why, you, you, chiseler, you're leaving me behind. You know what they say. If the shoe fits, kick your henchman with it. Goodbye. Maybe his shoe is on the other foot. Mr. Clerk, keep an eye on this loathsome minion. With pleasure. While I dispatch justice to that no-good crook. Using his amazing fearless vision, America's foremost superhero easily detects where the chiseler will emerge from the ground. Ah, 
There he'll be, in the middle of that vacant lot. With blinding speed, Captain Fearless races to the entrance of what would be the Chiseler's tunnel of ill-gotten gain. Made it. A clean getaway. Oh, joy. Just look at these pretty, pretty diamonds. Just think what this will buy me. A one-way ticket to Alcatraz. A one-way ticket to Alcatraz? Wait, what? Who said that? Guess who? Captain Fearless? Oh, for crying in a bucket. You superheroes never give a crooked guy an honest break, you know that? Are you going to come quietly, or do we need to fight each other in a duel of fisticuffs and astonishing acrobatics? Couldn't we just let bygones be bygones? Well, I have no quarrel with bygones, but that's not important right now. We still have to fight. What? No, wait, no, never mind. Looks like a duel is due. The Chiseler vibrates at a fierce pace, intent on destroying Captain Fearless. This is the end of you, Fearless! But the Chiseler has not taken into account Captain Fearless's super rock-hard muscle chest. <laughs> oh my, that tickles! What the? He only laughs at my chiseling? I better take the loot and scram! Not so fast, evildoer. Take that, and that! What's this? Has the Chiseler chiseled his way to escape? Not if I can help it. Good night, nurse. Will you look at that? It's that infernal parrot sidekick of Captain Fearless, Lincoln, the plucky parrot. And I'm not half the bird brain Captain Fearless is. Yes, swooping down on the Chiseler with the incredible velocity equal to that of a P-51 Mustang fighter plane, Lincoln, the plucky parrot, lands on the Chiseler's neck, and he gives him, oh, such a powerful peck. Take that! And that! Ow! Stop it! Stop it, you stupid bird! You're breaking the skin! What's this? The Chiseler is on the ground, being pecked in the neck by Lincoln. Why? Bird brain. I got him, Lincoln. Now get up, you chiseler. It's off to Alcatraz for you. Uh, all right, you got me. Say, uh, can I take my bag of diamonds with me? I'd like to, uh, make a donation to the, uh, prison guard relief fund? Prison guards are so underpaid. What a noble gesture. Here you are. Ah! Are you forgetting? He stole those gems, remember? That makes him a bad guy. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, no diamonds for you, Chiseler. Or, sadly, for any prison guard. It's off to Alcatraz for you, where they just happen to have a fortified, chisel-proof cell in the special supervillain wing. You'll be in good company, with such evil geniuses like Mr. Trouble and my arch-nemesis, the notorious Baron Von Brains. Blast your do-good meddling! I wish you had never been born. You might as well wish that America had never been born. For just like our founding fathers back on July 4th, 1776, I, Captain Fearless, strive to represent that decent, freedom-loving, sense of fair play spirit that has come to symbolize the whole free world's quest for truth, justice, and the road to liberty. For once, you said a beak full. And now, Lincoln, keep an eye and a beak on the prisoner before the police arrive. 
I must return to my secret identity as Meek, mild-mannered Joe Buckley, postal clerk for the Harmony Cove Post Office. It's only eight blocks. If I walk fast, I should be there in 23 minutes. <laughs> Captain Fearless, if you flew, you'd be there in two seconds flat. Or are you still denying that you're afraid of flying? <laughs> Me? Captain Fearless afraid of flying? <laughs> How very silly. I fly whenever I have to. It's just too lovely a day to fly up in that big, blue, forbidding, empty, empty sky with nothing beneath me but emptiness and nothingness and emptiness. Oh, brother, just take a hike already. Why, I'll do just that. It is a nice day for a walk, isn't it? I feel better just thinking about it. He may be a bird brain, but at least he loves his country. Blast! If America wasn't around, there'd be no Captain Fearless. Ah, here come the police. It's off to Alcatraz for you. That stupid Captain Fearless. He ruined my plans for quick wealth. I'll get him for that, if it's the last thing I do. Justice is swift when it comes to nefarious criminals during wartime, and within days, the Chiseler is safely behind bars in Alcatraz Prison. His chisel-proof cell, as luck would have it, is right next to Alcatraz's most infamous prisoner, the dastardly evil Nazi mastermind, Baron Von Briggs. In you go, Chiseler. Make yourself comfortable. It's your home for the next 15 years to life. <laughs> No prison cell can hold me, pal. Unless it's this specially designed chisel-proof cell, I guess. Behave yourself, Chisler. Be like your next-door neighbor, Baron Von Brains, who's been a model prisoner ever since his last evil attempt to help Nazis take over the world. Yes, Chisler. Be more like me. So nice and quiet and happy. By the way, George, that is certainly a wonderful brown tie that you are wearing. But it is a bit askew. Let me adjust it for you. There you are. Well, thank you, Baron. So kind of you to say so. Goodbye, George. Give my love to Vera and the kiddies. I don't believe it. The evilest genius in the world voted most likely to betray his own mama. Now just a goody-goody polite inmate. It makes me sick. Does this make you sick, Mr. Chiseler? That looks like the guard's keys! That's because they are George's keys. I stole them when I fixed his tie. I steal them all the time. When he comes back looking for his keys, I conveniently find them for him. I'm so fiendish. Why don't you use the keys to break out of prison? And go where? We're on an island, Doomcoff. Even if I did swim over to San Francisco, my monocle and spiked helmet are dead giveaways. Oh, yeah, right. Well, it's nice to know you're still a bad guy. You're too kind. Oh, if only I could use my latest invention. I could get out of here quicker than you could say Schickelgruber. You have a new invention? Us evil geniuses are always coming up with new inventions that defy existing laws of the physical sciences. In this case, I've invented a time machine. No big deal. Clocks have been around for a long time. Not a clock, you decadent American. 
A time machine. A machine that will allow me to go back in time to any place I choose. Why don't you use it to bust out of here? Because it requires an enormous amount of energy. I would burn out four power plants to even turn it on. Then why did you invent it? Seemed like a good idea at the time. I had hoped to go back in time to 1776 and prevent the signing of the Declaration of Independence. With no America, there would be no one to stop the Fuhrer's diabolical plan to rule the world. <laughs> but alas, it's a pipe dream. No America, huh? If America was gone, there'd be no Captain Fearless either. God in Himmel, do not mention that Medelson Dugada's name in my presence! I tried to rob Fort Knox and he stopped me. Or rather, Candle murdered. His female Luxembourgian sidekick stopped me. She convinced Captain Fearless I wasn't really a coin collector. Yeah, he spoiled my plan too. Would be nice if your time thingy worked. It had rid the world of the caped cuckoo. Hey, wait a second. Hmm. That hmm sounds like you have the beginnings of a fiendish plan. My chiseling generates a lot of power, Baron. I wonder if it'd be enough to charge up your invention. I wonder. I'll do some humming myself. Hmm. If I make a simple adjustment to the nearly atomic regulator, it might do the trick. I'm, uh, I'm not sure I want Nazis ruling the world. We Nazis are not bad guys. We just want to rule the world. Is that so bad? Well, maybe. What's in it for me? Aside from getting rid of Captain Fearless, I'd, uh, like some kind of monetary compensation? You would, huh? So typically American. Very well. I'll give you, uh, all the gold in Fort Knox. What do you say to that? That's a lot of gold. All the gold? Why, after taxes, that'd be almost a million bucks. But, uh, if America isn't a country, maybe there won't be a Fort Knox. Do we got the deal, Chiseler? Okay, it's a deal. Wunderbar! Now let's get out of these cells. Here, you can carry my time machine. It's under my cell bed. Okay. Oh, boy, it's heavy. Oh, it's gonna take me a while to drag it down to the closet. Take your time, Chiseler. Take all the time you need. Because you stupid American, I'm going to really take away all the time in the world. <laughs> At the Harmony Cove Post Office, meek, mild-mannered postal clerk Joe Buckley, Captain Fearless's secret identity, is ready to serve his first customers of the day. Quite a nice week. I sent the chiseler to prison and I got a nice walk-in. Let's see, flag stamps, victory stamps, by bond stamps, yep, all set to go. Good morning, Joe. My secret heartthrob, Veronica Vanderloop. Gosh, Veronica, good morning. Gosh, I didn't expect to see you. Gosh, it's always good to see you. It's good to see you too, Joe. Are you all right? You're smiling so hard, I'm afraid to break your jaw. I'm swell. I was just thinking about the 4th of July picnic we went to last week, and about the potato sack race we entered. Why would you think of that when we finished dead last? 
Yes, but I got to hop around in the sack with you. Oh, that's nice, I guess. Joe, do you remember my niece, Ella? Why, yes I do. How is she? Today's her birthday. She's five years old. I was hoping she got a package from her daddy. He's stationed overseas in England. I don't see anything here. Uh, let me look in the back. If it's not too much trouble. <laughs> oh, it's never any trouble for you, Veronica. I'll be right back. Don't leave, okay? I'll wait for you right here. I don't know why, but sometimes he reminds me of Captain Fearless. In the back room of the post office, Joe is becoming frantic. It, it's not here. I don't want to disappoint Veronica, or, I mean, Ella. What to do? Oh, wait, I have an idea. But I need the postmaster's help. I hope he's in a good mood. Hi-ho! Hi-hee! It's Firehouse Coco for me! Ah, <laughs> oh, that sweet, refreshing chocolate drink with a delightful aroma. It's the official cocoa of the United States Armed Forces. And brother, if it's good enough for our boys overseas, then it's real good enough for me. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Cross? And then I run into my worthless postal clerk, and it's goodbye, good mood. What's your problem now, Joe? Uh, oh, nothing's wrong, Mr. Cross. Well, that's good news. It's just that... And here comes the bad news. Uh, little Ella Vanderloop is five years old today, and she's hoping for a package from her father, who's overseas. But it's not here. Maybe the mail truck left it outside on the loading dock? Uh, could you cover for me while I check? Go out front? Me? <laughs> what do I look like, a mailman? It'll just take a second, or two, three max. Maybe twelve. Oh, all right. Go look for that little girl's package. But you be right back. I will. I will. It's fortunate that my Luxembourgian sidekick, Kendo Murtert, is down with Lincoln in my secret lair beneath the post office. She might be able to find the package with her new invention, the special delivery confirmation scope. Time to activate the secret lever. The stamp machine swings to one side, revealing the entrance to Captain Fearless's stronghold of seclusion. Joe slips inside and the door closes behind him. Racing down the steps, he runs into two old friends. Hello, Joe. What do you know? Kando, I need your help. So what else is new? Uh, she can't help you now. We're busy. Busy? With what? Some very important negotiations. Uh, give me all your force. Go fish. Uh, I hate to go fish. I'd rather have a latte. What brought you down here in such a hurry? I want to check your special delivery confirmation scope and see if a little girl's package has arrived from England. I hope your new invention is able to track one package from England. Oh, that's no problem at all. The army has put a harmless, orderless, colorless, transparent strip on each and every one of the thousands of packages mailed from overseas every day. It helps thwart saboteurs. A simple process, really. Who is the package for? Veronica Vanderloop. I, I mean, for her niece, Ella. Yes, of course. You do anything for Veronica. Uh, someone sounds jealous. Shut up, Lincoln. Can you do it, Kando? Oh, very well. I'll turn on the Master Univac computer and type in the name Ella Vanderloop 
them push this little red button. That's not supposed to happen. Ah, that hurt me little ears. Where's my latte? What happened? Did you find the package? No. There's no information at all. What's worse, all the tubes have burnt out. There must have been some kind of power surge. Nuts. I better go upstairs and tell Veronica that we don't know where little Ella's package is. Dejected, Joe returns to the post office lobby and receives a shock. I couldn't find the package, Veronica. That's all right. We all know mail service from the fatherland is spotty. Fräulein Vanderloop left some time ago, knowing they won't get their package anytime soon. Well, that's too bad. I guess I... Wait a darn minute. Fatherland? Since when do we get mail from a fatherland? And we're not a Nazi postal service. And what's that you're wearing? Is that Lederhosen? What else would a loyal colonial postal servant of the Third Reich wear? And fetch me another cup of Blitzkrieg cocoa. Don't you mean Firehouse cocoa? What in the name of Himmler is Firehouse Cocoa? I want Blitzkrieg Cocoa, the finest cocoa in the Third Reich. Harsh, bitter, not decadent. A cocoa you can sink your teeth into. Blitzkrieg Cocoa, the official cocoa of the master race. Ruben would never joke about his Firehouse Cocoa or about Nazis ruling the world. I must talk to Kendo and Lincoln. Okay, Mr. Cross, I'll get your cocoa, but... Great Scott! That 1943 calendar on the wall. Why is September 30th a red-letter day? National Appeasement Day. Huh? You must have slipped your strudel if you've forgotten what National Appeasement Day is. That's when the British Empire and all its colonies, including America, surrendered to the Nazis in 1938. It's our greatest national holiday. But July 4th is our greatest national holiday. Nothing ever happened on that day, except in 1776, when Hessian troops captured the rebels in Philadelphia before they could sign some stupid Declaration of Independence document. This is terrible. American history has been changed. Who could have done such a fiendish thing? I wonder if it has something to do with that horrible electrical whine we heard. I'll go get your cocoa now. Now practice my Sieg Heils while I wait. I hope I can fix all this. Aghast, Joe rushes back to the stronghold and relates the bad news to Lincoln and Kando. And I don't know how it happened. Unless that electrical whine had something to do with it. I think you're on to something. We remember the past, but no one else does. I'll bet you dollars to donuts that my special delivery confirmation scope somehow shielded us from the effects of what could only be a time machine. What else could it have been? Ah, but who could have invented such a machine? I'll trace the wine back to its source using the scope. Luckily, I replaced all the tubes. It looks like it originated close to here. The tape says it came from an island in San Francisco Bay that has much metal on it, which are somehow constant metal cells. But what island in San Francisco Bay has a lot of metal cells? I need a hint. Well, you're not thinking too well. Or too often if you haven't figured out that the evil Nazi genius 
Baron von Brains is at Alcatraz. Which is a prison with a lot of metal cells in the middle of San Francisco Bay. You're going somewhere with this. And that the Baron probably invented a time machine to help Nazis rule the world. <laughs> and... The Baron used the time machine to go back to Philadelphia on July 4th, 1776, and somehow prevented the signing of the Declaration of Independence. America didn't win the Revolutionary War, thereby was not able to stop present-day Nazis from taking over the world. Is that what you were going to say, Joe? I was going to say that the Baron might know of an evil genius at Alcatraz that could have done the deed. But I like your train of thought better. Good Lord! We must go back in time ourselves and thwart the Baron's dastardly plot. But how? I can't come up with all the answers. Ah, or even one of them. You know, it's just possible that the special delivery confirmation scope might be able to trace the electrical pulse back through time. If you follow that exact sound with your fearless hearing and use your supersonic speed, I'll bet we should go right back to 1776 at the exact time and place where the Baron would be. It's a long shot, but it just might work. Huh? Take me along. Two heads are better than one empty head. And I better go too. You might not know it, but in 1776 Philadelphia, hundreds of Luxembourgian immigrants lived and worked there, escaping centuries of oppression and starting a new life of freedom and prosperity in the land of the free and the home of the brave. I did not know that. It's true. What's more, they lived in a section of Philadelphia called Little Luxembourg, about two blocks from Liberty Hall. We can enlist their help. As you may know, Luxembourgers are a notoriously cooperative people. Then it's settled. I'll open the roof with our special roof-opening lever. And, with my fearless speed, I'll change into the uniform feared by evildoers everywhere. That of Captain Fearless. There. Done. Ah, little Luxembourg, huh? Are you sure it's there? Yes, absolutely. Some of my ancestors lived there in 1776. Ah, what an amazing coincidence. Are you ready? There's not a moment to lose. Grab hold of me, friends. I have the electrical pulse fixed with my fearless vision. If we walk fast, we'll be there in a month. Uh, Joe, aren't you forgetting something? We have to fly there. I'll have to fly? Up, up in the air? At supersonic speeds? Up into the blue, blue sky? Into all that void full of emptiness and nothingness? And emptiness? Or else we eat sauerkraut for the rest of our lives. All right, faithful friends. I'll do it. We'll all do it. For the red, white, and blue. For apple pie, hot dogs, and Chevrolet. For Little League Baseball. And for fireworks on the 4th of July. And for Firehouse Cocoa, the official cocoa of the armed forces. Light, sweet, not too bitter. Ah, forget the commercial. Let's go. All right. Don't push me. I'm trying to get in the right mood. Okay, I'm in the mood. I'm ready. Because it's time to fly.
Don't look down. Don't look down. And with that, our hero leaps into the air and achieves supersonic speed within seconds. High, 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 up in the air our intrepid heroes go as they travel back, back, back through the corridors of time. <clears throat> oh boy. I think I just lost my cookies back in 1833. Sorry, President Andrew Jackson. My bad. Can Captain Fearless prevent Baron Von Brain's most wicked scheme yet? Will he be able to restore America to her proper place in the pantheon of free nations? Or will the world be condemned to chafe under evil Nazi rule for all time? All these questions and more will be answered when we return from this brief break. (laughs) 